Welcome to FMRPG, I'm Richie Buzzkill, and uh, tonight we're going to jam it up like we're some sort of jam band. To introduce my fellow jam banders, I got uh, Kayla here. What's up, Kayla? Hey, Kayla, on the weird ideas. Excellent. And uh, Noland, what's up, Noland? Doing well. Doing well. Yourself? Uh, You know, I'm... I'm Currently not try. I'm trying not to go uh, crazy working uh, too much for too little. Anyways, as everyone is, welcome capitalist friends. Uh, <laughs> what have what have you been up to? Uh, or I guess it's probably what are we been up to? But what have you been up to? Uh, playing anything recently that might be helpful inspiration for this evening's uh, festivities of jamming it up, Noland. Oh, I'm I'm up. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, as I think we we're all done. Uh, uh, Paul's uh, sab sabers of the space wizards uh, thing, where he's uh, drifted uh, or hacked or whatever you want to call it, uh, the Swords of the Serpentine game by Pelbergain Press into a uh, Star Wars venture. We've been we got one and a half. Sessions of that, right? Or is it two now? <laughs> two and a half now. We had the session zero in two, two sessions. Okay, so two and a half, yeah. That's about right. Yep, and so everybody's got their characters gemmed, and, you know, we're getting getting some wheels under that. I think, I think I'm having a good time. Are you guys enjoying it? Yeah, I'm... I definitely did a different character than everyone anticipated, mainly because I knew that my brain space was going to be gone by the end of a saturday with groups starting back up so it's like okay i'm gonna play the smashy character that's easy yeah yeah the shock on paul's face when he realized we weren't going to do the droid revolution was um was pretty palpable that was it was highly amusing so um yeah I, i'm trying to uh not play the most dour character in the group so i'm playing a pucky plucky pilot so that's a, it's a change for me too. <laughs> we we don't have anybody too sinister actually. Uh, usually somebody is a pretty sinister character. I mean, there is a Jedi, so there is a Jedi, so that's pretty sinister. That's so. very sinister. We'll we'll this will bite us. This will surely go well, as they say. When you invite a member of the occult into your group, <laughs> yeah, it's um, I think that I mean. The hack is pretty straightforward. I think Swords of the Serpentine has like a kind of an interesting magic system that seems to be the inspiration why Paul wanted to choose this over other Trail of Cthulhu variants or or Gumshoe variants and and or any other other Star Wars. I think he was reading it and realized that. And this is what I've heard from a lot of people, including Brendan, was that Swords of the Serpentine is pretty interesting, but you don't use 90% of that very fat book because you're right. basically in one city by the by the look of the lay of the book. So 
It's an interesting, interesting problem that I think eventually they're supposed to expand, like all these games will expand it so you can really play the rest of the world. But it does kind of remind me of 7C a little bit, too, but the Swords of the Serpentine. But uh, yeah, I, th I think it's going to be uh, really interesting as we get into it. How long, how long it takes, who can say? But um, so yeah. You got anything else on your plate, RBK? Um, Serpentine on the other games? No, my Delta Green game is on perpetual hold. Where I got the message today that uh, we may be changing days, so that will go as about as well as it usually goes. Oh, scheduling. Yes, the great the great beast uh, scheduling has reared its head once again. So we're going to have to figure out when we're going to be able to get together as a group. And my Friday uh, game has been in like everyone. It's been a rotating like there are three players and a GM. So exactly one person has to not be available for us to not play. So uh, it's been a rotating cast of who can't play uh on friday so really i've been playing the one game and i did have a uh because you know a, a addendum to the previous um game i ran that uh the the guy the the guys were uh begging me this week to run on saturday and i looked down upon them and said no because <laughs> I had already had swords, I already had space wizards on scheduled for Saturday, and I was like, "Yeah, no." As much as I want to run an in-person game, I also don't want to run. <laughs> uh, for that particular group? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, in oh, is this is not the? No, it is. It it very much is an addendum to a previous episode. Uh, yeah. See previous episode, uh, where uh. You know, things were going sideways, but, you know, there is some allure to playing in person and right. perhaps teaching people proper manners, considering I have to see these people often for right. monetary reasons. Um, so, you know, that's that that could have been interesting, but I was thinking about a DCC funnel for them. <laughs> Oops. You're dead. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oops, you're dead. Anyways. Um so yeah. Uh what we had a bit of a happenings on uh uh sorry, did anybody else have anything else before I get into the subject of this evening's game jam? No. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, go we're, we're good. I was just gonna say the only thing that I'm super excited about in Game World is still around DD, but I get to use the Honkonomicon. Um, which is just like turning geese into bigger, horrible monsters. And I <laughs> I get to do this because I let my kiddos homebrew the land that they live in and they homebrewed giant geese controlled domain. And I was like, oh yes, but it's worse than that. <laughs> yeah, geese are the worst. Oh boy. All right. Well, there was, I guess you can tr teach them how much they're truly like the dinosaurs that they are uh scale down t-rexes as a, as it is yeah one of my kiddos was like i have a fear that if this gets too bad i'm going to develop a fear of geese and i was thinking 
you should probably already have a fear of geese. <laughs> they are terrifying creatures. Indeed. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm prepping. Uh, I'm prepping uh, the between for my local group for the Halloween get together. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's um... got some reading to do there. I've also been reading up on uh, on Red Market. And that's got a, uh, that's, I'm enjoying it, but it's also got a serious, like, man setting in the front, like, <laughs> problem again. Like, I'm a hojillion pages in and it's all setting, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, there is kind of this, like, swing between maximalist and minimalist RPGs at this point. Like, there's, there are very few games that are kind of in the middle, especially for setting. Like it seems right. like most, most things have settled out to be not super crunchy. Like we, that sort of like huge crunch versus lighter rule, ru, lighter rules. We sort of ended up towards the lighter rules for the most part, as far as I can tell. But now people are writing games that are like, you know, I have text engineering textbooks that are smaller than Haunted West that contain everything you need to know about stress for mechanical parts. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that is, uh, I mean, but if that's what you enjoy is reading that sort of set, if the setting is enjoyable, then I I I think that that's a, a worthy pursuit, as it were been enjoyable so far yeah i'm catching up on that whole situation but yeah i don't have a good feel for the setting or the mechanics yet because yeah i'm whatever 60 pages in and haven't touched anything on well, mechanics yet or something yeah i'm not sure it's 60 but it's some it's like 50 at least that's quite a ways. That's a quite a distance from the old White Wolf. We got like 12 to 15 pages in the front of someone's diary. Yeah, yeah I'm learning the whole like history of how the, you know, zombie apocalypse happened and all the all the conditions of the world beforehand and all the different sects that came out of that and all the <laughs> Yeah, and I apparently need all this before I learn anything, but uh yeah. I think it'll be fun, but uh, it does provide a different setting, you know, than, than a lot of other zombie fiction. So that's something, you know, interesting. Well, that's uh, that 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 is true, and I have heard good things. And when you get closer, perhaps you can uh, enlighten us, uh, or we can get uh, one of those guys uh, on, and we can discuss the finer points of red markets. I think he's working on a second edition. Well, that would be a perfect time whenever that gets closer or further away, I guess. Um, yeah. So there was a weird happening on the Discord. We 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 got some. We you know occasionally new people kind of drop into the Discord, and you can go to fullmillrpg.com to uh, to check out the link tree and join the Discord. And, and we'd love to have you. <laughs> we would love to have you. And this person, I think, mistakenly found us. I'm not certain how they found us because they, well, let me just read you, <clears throat> read you the 
the the incident the spark sparked this jam off here and that's um it was on a, a couple it was a well it was about 10 days ago and uh someone came on to the uh the discord and said can someone with a one help me i ifg a problem about with the loadout and i'm i of course respond quickly because i am like connected to the discord by the hip and i always want to you know make sure that everybody's good but i i just say with because i'm confused at this point as everyone is listening to this and says says i mean i accidentally reset my whole loadout and now i only have have the rock and the torch i don't have any saved loadouts at all uh and bracket uh think you have the wrong server this server is mostly for tabletop games and so after this the the discord uh citizens uh uh kind of were like well that was weird but i kind of wanted to design a game with just a rock and a torch you start out with a rock and a torch and it just got into like well, let's just have a game jam so this is a this this is an ongoing game jam. If you hear this before the 29th of September, 2023, uh, you can submit to our game jam. You can come on the Discord, and there's a I'll have a link in the uh, show notes for an itch location where we we're gonna collect these uh, these uh, game jams and an itch subscription uh, itch uh, registry is free and you can just upload a game and you can make it whatever price you want or pay what you want which is what most everybody's doing right now um and uh the 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 it's a very loose definition of what this this uh game can be it just has to have rock and torch as part of the theme of the game so uh Nolan and I have participated in a game jam before. It's been a while, but yeah, it, it was a while ago. We were trying to do some really weird stuff because <laughs> there was a lot. I think there were too many ingredients in that game, in that jam. But yeah, uh, but the idea would be that we kind of like come up with a couple of concepts here and then kind of like. You know, down select those concepts, you know, we would just do, uh, you know, open you know open conversation for the concepts like what do you think of when you think of a, an rpg with rock and torch um and uh that would be i think a, a fun con conversation to have and i i'm gonna just like throw this right at nolan first do you have a do you have an idea that we can kind of like uh yeah, so I'm a kind of, you know, I, I'm I'm a mechanics person. I'm like I like learning new systems and stuff. So I'm thinking like, what kind of game could this be, right? So the first one, and probably I don't think least you know interesting or whatever, is you know some kind of solo journaling thing you can do, right? That's super cool right now, but I don't think it's really our style. Where you know you would, we would put prompts or some kind of thing in some kind of journaling thing and people would narrate how they survived with only a rock and a torch in a dungeon or something each day and how it 
helped them and how it helped them come, overcome various things. Um, another idea I had. Well, gonna... Kay Kayla, do you have any okay. uh, ideas you'd like to throw out there? So, I don't know. We, I, I get thinking of a rock as like an item, but I definitely went to the music genre first. Nice. Ooh, like, nice. Yeah. I, I was like music rock. And then maybe a torch is not a, like what we think of as a torch, but maybe like a flashlight or some sort of like light source for music instead. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, I, uh, so I will, I will, bring up that i had about four ideas and one of them is sort of in the same uh vein of sort of one i was going to work on but maybe we'll use it here um and the idea was um let me go to the uh rock uh the show at the torches tonight uh you have a a rock band you have to get back together and make a band member make band members that have some reason to stay apart. So you have to work out why you would go play this show. Right. That sort of thing. Like the torch is a place. It's the hot. It used to be the hot club. Maybe you were legendary musicians. Um, you know, that sort of thing um, that need to have a comeback or something like that but I mean, getting the band back together is a classic trope right yeah it's a it, it's it's kind of the opposite of it it is the opposite of the beginning of every fantasy rpg but it's also kind of the beginning of every fantasy rpg mm -hmm. where, you, where you have to get the band together to go do th do a thing but this this band was together but they were apart but anyway i you know i had uh you know i had you know, some ideas that were more or less connected to that, uh, to like, you're a time travel stuck in the past. All of your awesome future gear has been destroyed. You have a rock and a torch to build a new life for yourself. Like that sort of thing. But, um, there's also ultimate pet rock, but that, that might be a different, different thing altogether. So, <laughs> A journaling game about pet rocks about their lives their inner lives of the pet rocks um so music game with the uh for the rock uh or um you know it i you know there's there is like this sort of almost want to make wants me to make a a, a Discord game like uh, Alice is Missing or um, whatever mm. where you where you come on a server that has like just random rooms and you're like oh my god please help me and then everybody kind of like makes up a character to like help a person you know um mm. anyway. other ideas. Everyone um, has to take on the variation of a character that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has played. <laughs> that is good. Oh yes, the Rock. 
Very just nice. call it the rock. Uh, that's that's amazing. Wow. And I want to see I, him running around with a torch. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like half his characters, like the you know, like what was it, the pit, not Pitfall, but Jumanji fourteen or whatever, where he's the like the big adventurer dude, where it's a video game. Anyways. Dibs on Maui. I I don't think I've even seen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, there's, uh, there are a lot of characters you could go through. I don't, my, my ex, I don't think my encyclopedic knowledge of, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of rock, uh, roles. I could pull up his, uh, his Wikipedia page. That'd be pretty funny. Um, or I, IMDB, um, Nolan. Uh, yeah, you could do lots of things, right? Uh, you could do kind of an OSR resource management thing. Like, this is almost too obvious in my brain because, like, Torch just leads me to Torchbearer, where mm. it's like, you know, you go down in the dungeon and you have, like, this very strictly limited resources and you've got rocks and torches. And, like, how are you going to, you know, you know, manage these dungeon survival uh things in the OSR kind of manner with just these very, very limited uh, resources and risk management and uh, so forth. But it would basically be like just a peasant funnel, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like rock Pretty bearer, obvious. you know, right. you, could, you could go with rock bearer instead of exactly. torch bearer and uh, you come up with, you know, the rock has been long been the symbol of uprising instead of doing a dungeon, do mm. like a, a, a peasant revolt. It's storming the ca- peasant revolt, storming the castle is the yeah. The, tor- the castle tor- is the dungeon. Torches and rocks. How the peasants revolted, or something <laughs> right, like exactly. that. Right. I mean, that would st- you could still do it OSR style, but you just don't. And peasant funnel style, where you keep dying to guards. Right. <laughs> I mean that that sounds like. Uh, I mean, it sounds very interesting, and and I mean, I don't know if you can do. The problem with the funnel is I don't know if you can take be too serious while playing a funnel. Because were we supposed to be? Was this supposed to be a serious game? No, I didn't hear no, that. no. I mean, well, it doesn't have to be right. But I was just thinking yeah. of like, I was just thinking of like a peasant revolt is mm. kind of a serious map thing, right? Is like that's um, true. But I, I mean, some I, of them were funny where they just like broke in and like burned all the death records and everything like that. <laughs> some of them were quite silly, actually. Like, well, that's but, true. I mean, they, they were deadly serious at the time, I'm sure. But they're like pirates with enough time <laughs> between it becomes ludicrous. Um, yeah, what else could you do? You could do um, uh, we're the rock people and we've uh lived happily underground in complete darkness uh since time immemorial and uh now there's this new thing torch and uh what what is this light and what is what is torch that's something that's very funny because that's very close to one uh uh, another one i kind of thought up earlier which was uh you society of rocks you live in fear of the torches lighting up your cave and discovering that you exist you are the mm. rock people and you have been around long enough to know that the torch people discover you will end badly for your ancient people 
but you keep trying to to murder your cousin Flint. <laughs> it, just, it it just turns into fiasco with rock people. <laughs> like you know, murder your cousin Flint. He he was always you got, the, a, you got a lot of Flintstone. Boy. He was always the flaky Flint. one. Never, never. Uh <laughs> It's my cousin Flint. <laughs> That's definitely the name of this game. Now. Yeah, my, my cousin Flint. Uh, so, I mean, obviously we go on forever, right? And has anybody got some like? real inspiration still rattling around in your head of you know um no nothing amazing but we should probably pick one and and work mm. it a bit you know do you want (laughs) to yeah well uh we've got the journaling game right rock and torch the journaling game music game uh something about rock and roll right and uh something about being any all the different versions of the rock yes <laughs> uh the Dwayne the rock johnson which i think would be really hilarious but also take way longer than we have to develop <laughs> um rock bearer so an osr dungeon crawl with rocks or whatever or just rock bearer right that's like torch bearer but with rocks uh, a peasant revolt, rock and torch, right? But yeah, that may be rock bear, right? Like that may be <laughs> rock bearer, but I kind of like them as different because it was no. kind of a tangent I was picking on. Yeah, yeah, your idea and my idea, or you know, uh, and then my cousin Flint, uh, rock <laughs> people, uh, being afraid of torch people, um. I mean, I was kind of working on the rock game, but I am perfectly willing to uh, do a rock and roll RPG because that that is one of those genres that I sort of um, was like. uh, There's a couple of. uh, Velvet Generation and. um, Velvet Glove. No, no. uh, Damn the man, save the music. Damn the man, save the music. That's the one I was thinking of that that and... exist already, but they're not like. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed playing Damn the Man a couple times, but that's about it. I'm I'm here to uh, flesh out a. We are the rock society who has been discovered. Well, trying not to be discovered by the fire. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you would like to save your uh, rock game for. Your own musings yeah. for now. Okay, uh, Nolan, where you th- are you thinking? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that okay, that works so for me. Yeah, my cousin Flint. Okay, and that's the working title, which is um. So okay, so are we going to? Is this? Are we going to talk about mechanics now, or do you want to talk a little bit more about what we're kind of? going yeah, forward with this game what are we doing what are we what's the tone and what 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 are we doing like what's our goal is it that the, is it just that these 
this fire has come in and like we're all very curious about it or is it that we're trying to hide from like what i get that it's like okay fire has come torch has come into our world and like disrupted it somehow right like well you have to have the before times and then you know torch is going to show up and that could be the end of your civilization if you there there should be at least a couple endings to the game to make it interesting right or at least a couple of possible paths as it were you know for the mechanics to kind of go down which is like one is it's the end of the civilization what does the end of the civilization look like it's the right you know the eden the fall the aftermath right or it's eden the discovery and a new age right or is it you know uh you know like skeletons or something like a commentary on like adventurers bringing torches down to you know the rock thing and like we're the rock people in like the adventures are down here, which are, of course, the torch people, right? That we, right, of course, that we, of course, fear. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's about protecting our society from them and remaining hidden while, you know, trying to prevent more of them from coming down here is like kind of a, a daily life of the dungeon dwellers or whatever, like, or like a counterinsurgency thing against adventurers who come down here or like what is or like yeah i mean i think go ahead kayla oh i was just gonna say and and another interesting aspect is just kind of like there could be like people in your party that feel that porch bearers are a good thing and maybe we can work together and there could be some that are like oh no one can ever know we live or or it will be the end of all civilization um doom and gloom no contact right <laughs> mm. right so, so it is a, that's interesting that it's a kind of first contact story and you don't know whether your civilization is doomed or whatever maybe we're we're trying to find out whether this first contact you know whether hiding was the right thing whether meeting them was the first thing whether how the result of this first contact went right or wrong to like impact our civilization right like well what if it's like the the no it's the first time the first time the that this that light has come across this cave mm-hmm. right that this cave has existed for billions of years and the society has grown up inside of it and it doesn't necessarily have to be all rock people. Like you could have other kinds of people there, but it, you know, the rock you you in this inside this rock, or this society has uh, grown up. Of course, if you don't play all rock people, how are you going to do all rock puns, right? Uh, which is, I think the uh, genre of animal RPG has fallen into well we need to do all <laughs> all animal puns so it is very, quite popular now so not unknown <laughs> do we like any of those directions do we what do you what do you guys think um I like I like the uh uh 
sort of like the the light hitting the cave for the first time but i also kind of like yeah. the idea of maybe that your characters have had different experiences already previously uh with Ooh, somebody could be the crazy person that like had to migrate away from the light their family like has told stories of having to do this so maybe they grew up in the community but they're always like oh you have to be careful of that light <laughs> the harbinger the, you know the the someone someone has seen the inciting incident of the of the adventurer showing up and mm -hmm. they've come to tell the tale and and, and it's just the discussion on what to do about or or like that was your family member i don't know six rock generations ago so now it's just this like crazy story and they're like oh that's the weird family that thinks that the light is coming yeah i i do think this, this torch thing yeah this torch thing it sort of becomes i mean it could be an analogy for uh uh colonialism or you know or uh or you know it sort of makes me think of like Spirit Island or some this board game or some of these other like you you play the the native peoples of a land and then you have first contact it does does mm -hmm. make me that so um but that you know that could be a little overdone yeah I mean Personally, I'd like to keep it a little lighter than sure, know, sure. Like a game jam game, like I mean, it can have a good point, right? But it can also just be kind of silly and fun, right? Well, I mean, it. I'm trying to think of you know, you're you're we're dealing with societal level problems, right? Right. Is that can be that be light and fun in this day and age, right? Is that that's sort of a um and maybe maybe the games are the perfect time to have that like having some kind of you know i mean there's still space for utopianism also in dark times but uh, that's true solar punk and punk yeah. punk as well um but you know i kind of like the idea of people from the community just kind of arguing about whether or not they should or shouldn't contact the you know uh, the torch people, right? Like the rock people, you know, because that's all between the players, right? You're all bouncing off mm -hmm. each other, making somebody's the paranoid one, and somebody's the you know, <laughs> no, no, the optimistic one, and no, no, we can, you know, you know someone's uh, the capitalist. We could make money off of this, right? Or sure. <laughs> well, yeah. we have you have to discuss, you know, like, well are the players going to decide what the society is based on? Right. Or are we going to decide what's the society is based on? Right. If you're going to have like economical motivation. Because like, I could see a place where we do, you know, the harbinger, the, the conservative, the, the, you know, the, the optimist. optimist, you know, the, you know, that have like, for four roles that people can like fill in and then you could have that converse you can have those conversations where you go back and forth between 
you know, ha setting scenes and, you know, like fiasco style or whatever, where you're like, okay, this scene, we are in this lovely grotto with the, with the, uh, uh, waterfall and it's the, you know, the slick rocks, uh, you know, and you have a conversation there about yeah the falling of I society. could see even I could see even like taking taking a hack off of the PBTA stuff and just having like a little playbook where the person gets to kind of like pull a a character type right and then make custom selections around that specific character type like lava rock you're a lava rock and this is what goes on like right you're hot headed or something yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean I, yeah i i like i like that a lot i mean if you're if you're going to really lean into rock people right if you're really going to lean into rock people you can kind of like choose different kinds of rocks to represent the basalt is the the dead conservative and the the flint is oh, progress and or whatever you we have know. a diamond in there yeah so like if i were to think about mechanics for this right like what would be interesting to me and maybe whatever uh is maybe everybody starts out with a d20 right uh and then as we have these scenes and people make arguments and whatever, we judge them somehow. And if you win the scene, you get an extra D20 or whatever. And we're all going to roll off at the end and see like who gets the highest, you know, number on the D20. And that person is going to, you know, decide some aspect of how this first contact out actually comes out. Right. As then we, you know, uh, just some way that we don't know right at the beginning how the first contact's gonna come out and like people can make their things come true or people can you know if the conservative gets a bunch of dice and rolls really high they can be like yeah we totally murder them in the cave so no more you know, no we, more we adventures come instance. back nowhere here and nobody comes back or what you know like... i mean i i was sort of thinking of like um going off of like if everybody starts with a certain die and mm -hmm. as you instead of being a die pool you just like trade up a die or down a oh, die oh interesting and you could i mean i like i like the mm -hmm. idea of just using cuz it's it doesn't matter if anybody can actually play this game uh using the uh, dcc dice where you can get really big or really small mm -hmm. you have like up to d30 and down to d3 as like almost two two set increment <laughs> right everybody starts off with a d3 or something yeah or, or you start off at like a but you want to be able to trade down so you start off at like a uh, the d6 or something d12 or you know whatever and you can go up or go down right and yeah um but then you you know you need a chart or some some way of say you know like some way of saying hey we're gonna we're gonna this is the result it, it is a little like it's a little fiasco-y <laughs> yeah it's starting to feel a little fiasco -y, right like um mm -hmm. but we could do something with oh i i know i know 
is everybody gets different colored stones. Oh, nice. Yes. Gotta okay. bring the rocks in. You got different colored stones. It could be pente beads. It could be uh, glass beads, or they could be little the the fish tank uh, gravel or whatever. Like you can get like millions of colors of that. And every time you have a scene, uh, it is somebody gets to put a rock in the bag. Mm, nice. Yes. And then at the end, you draw out a number of rocks in order. Yes, they, they're different. You, yeah, you different aspects of the end and or right. who gets to talk first and gets everybody gets a chance to modify right. or maybe just one person. There might be just a whole handful of one color in there. Who, can, right. who cares, right? But yep. yeah, yeah, I like this because it, it, it doesn't seem like the, I mean, while I like having some sort of rolling aspect, what with rocks and all and rolling uh using actual rocks is even better <laughs> using actual rocks you, you could and just it, go out in the yard and find a bunch of rocks and play this game like right yeah yeah uh, so we, that, we, we've come dangerously close to making a playable game we're, i i know and i said in the pre-show <laughs> that the patrons are getting that this doesn't have to be an actual playable game but it sort of feels like it could actually be a playable game so, Kayla, help us make this not playable real quick, please. <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad at game mechanics. Well. I have storyline ideas for you. <laughs> okay, great. Yes, uh, we need them. We need them. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, what storyline ideas do you have? Oh, all of, like, the Flintstones have all been captured or disappeared. Nobody can find them. Like... It's weird. And that's the precursor to those torch torch people showing up. It's like the Flintstones have gone missing. Yes. I, I like this because each of these different plot ideas you have is going to be like the meat for each. You know, as we go around and have scenes and people get to put rocks in the bag, each of those scenes needs like a prompt of like, what are you arguing about? And it's like, oh, we're arguing about <laughs> like Flintstones are gone. And what are we going to do about that? And like. Yes. The, the like diggers the, the diggers are missing. The sound of, you know, or trying to think of a way that they, I guess they would. The torch, you know, it sort of represents, you know, something coming, right? It's the something's going to happen. It doesn't have to be good or bad, you know, though we, you know, usually think of coming change as bad, right? What with humans not liking change. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That seems like a, we, we wrote this down. I feel like this is a game. I know <laughs> we can use this recording as our, uh, as our document. And, uh, I'd like to figure out how to make something else out of it. Uh, do we want to make some, you know, make some, uh, uh, like four, you know four archetypes here do we want to discuss that yeah, do we have playbooks or do we do we just let people just freeform it <laughs> I, I like the lava rock guy that he seemed cool no it's a good example <laughs> i mean it could be you know the lava rock could be is... we just provide examples for people of like this is how you would build a character right like yeah you have four... here's lava rock dude 
But for example, characters would make it so that people, if they didn't want to make characters, they could just use the, they could just, here, these are characters, you can play them. Here are their motivations. Um, got cu Cousin Flint, uh, Pumice, uh, you know, you can. Someone you, has to, like, the optimistic one has to be, like, some sort of gemstone, right? Like, they're very colorful and, uh, Ant amethyst like, or something. Yeah. Op optimistic. <laughs> opal. Ant opal. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I like. I like that. I like. I mean, we we just make. Uh. We'll we'll have to write. We don't have time to have this do this on the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, but let, let's know. not get down too far in the details, right? But, yeah. but I, you know. And uh, coming up next, we play through this game. <laughs> well. <laughs> Just give us like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I to to play this on a uh, on a roll twenty style thing, you would just put. I guess the game master could either have tokens on there in front of them, or that you could use the some kind of like uh, different cards or whatever to make a deck. I'm gonna say the simplicity of just using rocks is very easy to just like put a blob on a on a screen true true but i was trying to think of a way of making it random get the rocks right it, yeah then at the end mm -hmm. you have to like count up how many rocks you have and like roll a, a die that large or something yeah yeah that, that you could yeah for a digital version but i don't think digital is not strictly necessary i just i like i just like the concept i like just like the concept of like okay and i'm contributing you know Almost like stone or, yeah. it's almost giving me a little bit of um like the home by dark vibes where you like have like pools of things as well. Like you have dice pools that mean certain things. If we wanted to get more complicated in this, you're you could have different types of rocks that mean different things. Like the optimistic one could be like more more hopeful cat like it's more effective on the hopeful things versus like the lava rock is more for like the anger, like when anger would be useful side of things, it has more weight. Yeah, you but that could, is a you, more complex <laughs> thing. Yeah, I mean, you could uh, have like after every scene, you have a secret vote, right? That everybody has two rock piles in front of them, maybe little, little uh, screens, little cardboard, like. Or uh, or uh, uh, index cards that are screening your pile of of stones, and you you place the stones in the bag for hope or hope or despair, right? And then you it's basically a ballot box, right? And you dump out the ballot box, and you mm -hmm. um you could even it. have impact on your character as you give away your hope and whatever like you spread it around the community what happens to your own right <laughs> like your pile has depleted now oh no well that's interesting yeah i mean that's true you could you you're spreading yourself thin um, that the that the hopeful character you know you know like just keep up the positive face and keep the positive but eventually they give away all their hope and <laughs> Then they have to have a crisis or what? Yeah, <laughs> I think that might be too much. 
I mean, I, I can see it. Working, oh yeah, it's it, too much for a game jam, but I just thought it was an interesting idea. Yeah. It is an interesting idea. Um, but I, I mean, it's a totally different game. Like that's to me what game jams are for is like making a totally off the wall weird game and seeing if there's anything interesting in it. Right. That, that, that we don't have to, um, we don't, we don't have to come up with the next, you know, crunch heavy, you know, we don't have time for that, but we want to, we want to have an, uh, uh, something that resonates with the, uh, with the, with the theme, with the experience. And I think we definitely are, we have the rock part of this down, right? Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I know this is very indie thing, but you have a flashlight. And in the end, whoever is going to tell the aftermath or the people that are going to tell the aftermath have to pass, have the flashlight under their face and have to pass the torch to the next person to tell the next part of it. That's nice. So it kind of mm -hmm. ties in the rock and the stone into the uh Yeah, the rock and the torch are both actual play elements. Yeah. yeah. You, I like that. You I physically like that hold it as you play. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, and you know, you, it seems like it it's not a convention game at that point. I mean, you can still hold a flashlight underneath you. It's just not as effective in a convention space, but it does, you know, it would be a fun like let's get around the table and hold you know <laughs> hold our phones underneath our faces and <laughs> you know if you don't have an actual flashlight laying around um yeah all right well uh we will work on that and i'm hoping that we will have uh we'll have a document for the we'll we'll put it up on the for the 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 game jam but we'll definitely uh definitely if we don't get it get it to by then We'll get it onto the Patreon for sure. We'll get it there, both the places. So, uh, but yeah, unless anybody's got some uh, some more expansion they'd like to do, I you know just as soon do a uh, do the wrap up stuff. I like I said, I want to thank the patrons for uh, backing us and keeping us uh, in the game, as it were. I'm hoping that this was entertaining, uh, and if you have. Uh, uh, you you want to keep us around uh having uh somebody's new patrons uh, is a is a delight it's a joy it's a it really does help keep us uh motivated um and the old patrons they support us they are they're the bedrock of our society they they uh they mean a lot uh and uh, patreon.com slash fullmetalrpg is where you can uh, come and join the bedrock of our society. Um, and uh, yeah, so fullmetalrpg.com is where you can go to uh, check out all the various places, including cool t-shirt I'm wearing. And uh, actually, I should probably put that back on sale because it was the best selling t-shirt we had. But um and uh yeah i i had a lot of fun uh thanks everybody have a good night